Hello, friends. Welcome to the Lug Life Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Sherry. Sherry Beth, what episode is this? 87. Uh, we are sitting down, knocking out some podcast um, episodes because, gosh darn it, we miss recording these. <laughs> we do. So we are going to uh, record one and then another one tomorrow night. Yep. And just try to get a few weeks ahead so that we stop... <laughs> missing weeks. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, missing episodes, and I was like, no... Missing weeks. Missing weeks. And months. Uh, also, as you're listening, uh, both of us are still kind of battling a little bit of under the weather sort of stuff. Yeah. I so, still, I've had like a throat thing for a little bit. So um, if I cough, I'm really sorry. Yeah. So if it sounds a little scratchy, um, we are not intentionally sounding like Adele. We just uh, got something Although, going I on. Mean... We thought it would be fun to come back with a... Uh, Kind of a fun episode that we have been laughing about all night long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are going to take a very lighthearted look at each other's quirks and pet peeves we may have. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is not intended to be mean. Um, right. We, we don't take offense at any of this. Like, we were literally, like, up in the living room just laughing about these as we were, like, creating this list. And everything so. on this list... Are things that we have laughed about <laughs> our entire like relationship. I, I was going to say, for most cases, years yeah. <laughs> about this stuff. Uh, some of these are things that you all may have picked up on, may have noticed. Um, some of these are things that um, maybe will be new to you. Right now, the thing I want to say: this is not an exhaustive list because <laughs> this is what we came up with in like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, if there was an exhaustive list about our quirks and pet peeves, essentially this would just be like a podcast for the rest of our life. Correct. Not stop recording. <laughs> and these are about each other. Yes. Um, and and I, here's the thing. Yes. I want to preface this by saying, for yes, like we do find these funny. There are times that they're less than funny. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, they have been co- points of contention in our relationship. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. But we still love each other. And it's none of these are like make or break kind of things. They're just like irritants sometimes. That's a good way to put it. And some of them are just quirks that are just like, really? Like, <laughs> some of them are. And so here's the approach we're going to take because we had to talk about this. Um, whoever is sharing mm-hmm. is going to uh, talk about the quirk or pet peeve that the other person has. <laughs> and then at the end of that, that person gets a chance to, um, it's their rebuttal, mm-hmm. it's their defense, it's their. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> trying to paint themselves in a little better light. Sure. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Probably terribly. Well, I'm going to be really honest. Probably terribly. Yeah. Um. And so we have, I think, seven each. Yep. And Sherry Beth, ladies first. I'm going to let you take the first swing. Okay? Okay. Here we go. What? What is? What is your first, what is my first quirk or pet peeve you have with me? Okay. Um, so <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're going to discuss your relationship with pillows and blankets. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have I have one. You you have one. <laughs> um it's weird. It's it's a quirk. Okay. Um sometimes it's a pet peeve. I was just going to say, no no, this is also a pet peeve. Yeah. Um so you have a tendency yep. to You are being so you're trying to be so kind. I am because I love you a lot. Thank you. Um you have a tendency to switch the usage <laughs> of blankets and pillows. Yeah. Whether I'm in the bed with you or not. Correct. Explain so that. you will bunch up a blanket and uh-huh. use it as a pillow. Oh, 100%. And then place the pillows over you as a blanket. Absolutely. 
<clears throat> now, when it comes to the pillows, you can do whatever the hell you want. I don't care. They're your pillows. With my pillows. With your own pillows. Yep. However. Oh, boy. When you take the blanket. Yes. <laughs> and bunch it up under your head as a pillow. Are you about to say that you appreciate my creativity? It's not what I'm going to say. Oh, okay. Nope. Um, because I, I like my blanket. What? And when I sleep, I'm very particular. Oh, hold on. I'm going to get into that one. <laughs> it's one of mine. So go ahead. Okay. We'll talk about that. All right. Well, I, I just, I wish that you would just use the proper piece for the proper usage. We sleep so different. I know. <laughs> I mean, partly you sleep. That's a good point. <laughs> Some. And I, and I don't. Yeah, some. <laughs> right. Um, you might sleep better if you actually used a pillow as a pillow and a blanket as a blanket. So is that your, that's that's what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to focus more on the way that I absolutely manhandle and destroy pillows. That too. In fact, it's really funny. So he, you, you are completely incapable of just sleeping on a pillow. Like just... Head on the, the thought pillow. of just laying your head on a pillow and sleeping that way is so foreign <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah, well, um, yep. So he, yeah, you bunch, <laughs> you bunch pillows into little balls. Into little balls. <laughs> don't say little balls. It's a family <laughs> podcast. And, and you just destroy them. Yeah. So we, we go through pillows on your side of the bed far faster than on my side of the bed because I just sleep on a pillow like it's meant to be slept on. My pillow budget through the roof. Correct. Yes. Okay. So. It's really funny, though. Like, there's so many times that I'll walk into our bedroom, and if he's laying on my pillows, he's like, I'm laying on it normal. I'm just, I'm I'm being careful. <laughs> like, you immediately, like, jump to the defense. <laughs> like, you're not bunching up my pillows. Do I, is it time for my rebuttal? Yeah, well, you, if you can. My rebuttal is basically, that you're exactly right. Oh, <laughs> like, like, I have no. In my defense, I have <laughs> I, none. Yeah, in my defense, I have none. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you are completely correct. And I don't know where it came from, but I do i i like the blanket starts out on top of me sometimes i really like using a blanket yeah and i think that's kind of where it comes from and so i like take the blanket and i normally start like hugging it like i just hold it and then that moves up under my head and then at some point in the night my pillows move down over my feet and i'm not sure this dance where it happens (laughs) um but yeah i uh I do that. And there have been times that I've actually texted Sherry, like if I'm taking a nap during the day or if <laughs> she's not He texts me at home. work. He's like, I'm using your pillows, but I'm just laying on them flat. Yeah. I just want to know I'm using your pillow, but I'm just, I'm just laying my head on it. <laughs> because like, God forbid, I would scrunch one of Sherry's pillows. I come home and it's all scrunched and mushed and destroyed. You'd murder me. Well. Maybe. I, well. <laughs> so I'm going to say, um, I get it. <laughs> I get it. That's a that's a that's a good one to start. I love you. I love you as well. And <laughs> in fact, I'm gonna the one I'm gonna start with then <clears throat> is also in bed. <laughs> Sounds inappropriate. Um, this quirk is what you do. Yeah. So you, the way that Sherry sleeps under blanket is that the blanket has to be perfectly flat, almost like a magazine. Like everything looks wonderful. Pillows are flat. Her head is laying on the pillow, just totally normal. Pillow is not bunched. Blanket is not bunched. Everything is perfect. With one exception. <laughs> so Sherry sleeps. Um, if you're in the bed, she sleeps on like the left-hand side of the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the left-hand bottom part of the bed, down where the feet are, her blanket, the corner of the blanket has to be folded back mm-hmm. on the bed. But here's the thing. But just flat. Like I want to be yeah, able to. Not too far. <laughs> you just, what you need, and we call it your temperature foot. So at <laughs> night, if you get hot, 
you don't rip the blanket off and use it as a pillow like some people do, I've heard. I just stick my foot out. You're this tiny little <laughs> foot. Just like a little turtle's head. Just <laughs> pops out of the corner of a blanket. And so you have to have your little temperature foot. I do. You don't want... that's, But that's everything else is like perfect and flat and like undisturbed. Yeah. And then boop, one little foot. Then... <laughs> Correct. Apparently that somehow cools you down. It does. No, yes, I don't. It, yes, it does. You should try taking the blanket, <laughs> balling it up, and ramming it under your head. I'm not going to do that. So your temperature foot is, it's not a pet peeve. I think it's adorable. It's a quirk. It's a quirk. 100%. <laughs> any any temperature foot rebuttal? No, because I absolutely do that. And it's... Um... To the point that when we travel to hotels... <laughs> One of the first things you do, because you know how hotels like always like tuck the sheets in like super like tight. I destroy it. You destroy, you rip out the corner so that you can fold back and have your temperature foot uh-huh. no matter where we are. Yeah. I need to be, like I cannot sleep with a blanket like tucked in. Hmm? And that's another thing about our bed. We don't actually, like we have no top sheet nope. on our bed. We have the fitted sheet and a blanket and that's mm-hmm. it. Um, mostly because I hate Or a fitted sheet and a just... pillow. Yeah. Because I use my blankets as pillows. <laughs> I was like, wait, what you do you mean? You were so mean? confused. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's a blanket, honey. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so like I hate sheets in general because I feel like they just don't stay where they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. So we just have a blanket, um, but we don't tuck it in. Hmm. Like we make our bed by just laying the blanket over the top of the bed. Mm-hmm. So. So there you go. Yep. So no rebuttal. No rebuttal. Okay. It's something that I do. What's the next one for me? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna discuss your sneezing i sneeze in a perfectly normal no absolutely quiet it's it's barely detectable <laughs> it's the tiniest little dainty sneeze everybody in the state of alaska can hear you sneeze okay um you sneeze with torque but the funny thing is and i don't i don't think that that's like a quirk i think it's just like a physical thing that your body does like you cannot just sneeze once no you sneeze like four or five times mm-hmm. loudly but what I'm going to discuss that I think is more of a quirk oh, no. <laughs> is that you cannot just blow your nose. Like if you have a sniffly nose, you can't just like blow it. Yeah. You have to make yourself sneeze first. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like you can't just blow your nose. I don't, I'm, I'm just baffled. Like why can you not just blow your nose? Like he gets this weird look on his face and he's like trying to make himself sneeze. And he does every time he has to blow his nose. Would you like my rebuttal? Would <laughs> yes. you like to know why? Why? Because there is so much torque behind my sneeze. <laughs> I feel like my sneeze is so much more effective. Than just, <laughs> like when I blow my nose, I'm like that was fine. But man, can you imagine what I would have cleared out of there if I would have sneezed? I, well, I guess. That's my thing is that my sneeze feels 10 times more effective than just blowing your nose. But you would rather sit there and sniff until you can, until you have to sneeze. That's probably true. Yeah. This past weekend, uh, <laughs> we were staying at an Airbnb in Girdwood with our friends Kim and Desi. And Desi's traveled with us a bunch. Um, and so she has been around my sneezes mm-hmm. a lot of times. We've never stayed somewhere with Kim. Right. Like, and, she's been around us. Like, we've known her for a decade plus. But, but apparently like, not when I've been sneezing. Right. <laughs> and so it was the morning. We're kind of getting up. And uh, Kim and I were kind of up first. In mornings especially, like, you're usually kind of snotty. I'm snotty every morning. Yeah. You like, have just stuff to clear out. Yeah, congested, not snotty. <laughs> As a person, I'm just a terrible person in the mornings. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Kim and I were up drinking coffee, chatting, 
And I like got up, darted to the kitchen because I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and I just let my sneezes go. And poor Kim, unassuming. And oh, un- dear God. <laughs> she was like, oh, are you okay? Like, are you all right? And Desi and I, like, I think we kind of meandered out around there and we're just like, good morning. Like, just did, yep. it didn't oh, face Adam either one of us again. because we're just like, I mean, I live with you. Like, I get it. Desi has traveled with us enough that she's uh, like, yeah, that's just what he does. <laughs> but Kim was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, my, I, so would you say... Is it a quirk or a pet peeve? I don't know. I feel like it's probably a quirk. I think that it's... It Are there some times that you're just like, oh, God, stop already? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just like, just <laughs> blow your damn nose. Like, you're fine. You don't well, have to make yourself sneeze. And I sniff my nose so much to the point where I actually think that it is a... It's more of a habit. Than, it's more of a habit or like yeah. a tick kind yeah. of thing that I do. Um, that I don't... me nuts. What's that's, that? That's a pet peeve. Uh, absolutely. And I... <laughs> Here's the thing. I wish I could change that. I know I do it. It's just, it's so, I don't know I'm doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So your next one is one that I actually learned about you before you ever learned about you. You pointed this out to me and I was like, oh. And it's a quirk. It's not a pet peeve. It all doesn't bother me. I think it's one of the most adorable things. (laughs) So when Sherry gets sick, um, (laughs) there are a few things. In fact, the next couple that I talk about will have to do with like sickness with Sherry. Yeah. Um, but this one I noticed, um, I'm trying to think if it was while we were still dating. I think it was, I think it was before we were married or, was or it? I don't know, somewhere early in our relationship. It was early. Yeah. But... It was that whenever Sherry gets sick and here's <laughs> the thing, it doesn't matter if it is like the flu, common cold, COVID lady stuff, like whatever it is, if Sherry is not feeling well, mm-hmm. there is something that she wants. Yeah. Chinese food. Chinese food. And I don't know. I I never knew this about myself. I did not realize that this was a pattern. And there was one time, like, I think I was catching a cold. And you were like, oh, we need to get Chinese food for dinner tonight. And I was like, what? And you're like, because you don't feel well. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, you were so confused. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> but I apparently always want Chinese food when and I don't feel well. once I pointed it out to you, mm-hmm. do you now see it? Yeah. All the time. All the time. It, to the point where I would say... It's very rare that we eat Chinese food when Sherry's feeling normal. <laughs> like, like. Probably, yeah. I va- think because it's just something that I just, whatever, whatever reason, I'm craving when I don't feel well. And otherwise, I don't really think about it. And to the point that if Sherry called me up in the middle of the day, I was like, hey, could we have Chinese food for dinner tonight? And you're like, oh no. My first question would be like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like, yeah, that sounds great. It's like, wait, what's wrong? What doesn't feel good? What doesn't feel good? <laughs> so again, it's not a, it's not a pet peeve at all. It's a quirk and it's freaking adorable. <laughs> All right. No. Do you have any rebuttal to the Chinese sickness? No, I don't. And I it's I don't understand and I don't know why. It I don't know. I don't know either. Right. I will say that I I feel like the last few years it's it's less only Chinese food even though that's still kind of mixed in. It's more like Asian food in general. Like yeah, I want now you I do want curries sushi or I want curries or I want yeah, like that's I don't know. That's true. Yeah. But like when you're sick, it's never, you know what I want? Mexican food or Italian food or, or a like a burger. No, nope. Mm-mm. It's always some type of Asian cuisine. Yeah. Usually some type of rice based something. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I don't know. All right, Sherry. Okay. <laughs> this next one, <laughs> it makes me laugh a lot. <laughs> oh, God. And I think that it has to do with how how you were potty trained. Oh, no. Okay. I already have a rebuttal. I already have a rebuttal. I already have a rebuttal. No. Dang it. <coughs> okay. My mom is listening. I wish I could call her and have her give the rebuttal. <laughs> I would like to discuss this with your mother. 
and figure oh, out no. what what happened here. Oh, I'll tell you the story. I know exactly what happened because okay. I know exactly where you're going. So there are. Oh it's, god, this it's, is so embarrassing. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> And this is something that probably not many people know because it's not something that not. you do. It's certainly in public. <laughs> it's not something that you do if we're staying at people's houses no. generally. Um, you tend to, when you have to use the bathroom, uh-huh. whether it's number one or number two, yep. for whatever reason, you feel the need to strip completely naked Okay. before you can use... The toilet. Okay, correct. Now, I it's it's something that we I noticed pretty early on, and I was like, why? why? Yeah. You can you know that you can use the bathroom. Yeah, you're standing there peeing naked. Keeping your clothes on. Yeah. It is possible. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that. All right. Um, I <laughs> and it's it's just funny, and it's like it's it cracks me up the most when we like just get home from somewhere and he has to like pee so bad that he's like prancing but he's still taking the time to like take off every piece of clothing socks and like Mm -hmm. everything and i'm just like oh my gosh just use the toilet like it's okay right feel free to rebut is this my is this my rebuttal time (laughs) i mean if you have (coughs) you are 43 years old this may be the world's longest rebuttal (laughs) oh god all right. Okay. So, first of all, you're right. <laughs> let me let me back up to my potty training days. Okay. Forty plus years ago. <clears throat> yes. Thirty six. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Let's back up. Thirty six years. Uh, um. Right. So when my mom tells this story, when I was potty training, my mom said, and she doesn't know where I got this idea. I, I wish I could confirm this with her right now. She doesn't know where I got this idea that when I went to the bathroom, I had to completely strip down. But she said that potty training me was essentially just like a completely naked endeavor. It was like clothes nowhere to be seen. To the point that from our like bathroom window in the house that we lived in at the time I was potty training, there was like a fair. And you could see the fair like Ferris wheels and games and lights from the bathroom. And my mom tried to bribe me with putting my clothes on to go to the fair. And I was like, absolutely not. Nope. I'm naked. So let me first, that that's where this comes from. Now you being naked is still a fairly natural state. Okay. That's what I was just going to say. I was actually going to go to that. I'm the kind of person who believes that home is where the pants aren't. People who are fully dressed in their home most of the time baffle me. It's weird to me as well. Like if I'm just home, I'm not in like jeans and like a like full clothing. Yes. I'm not. I'm usually in some kind of soft pants and like braless. Yes. I <laughs> when I am home and boy, we're sharing a lot today, you guys. I know. When I am home, <laughs> I'm not walking around naked. I but mean. like I'm normally okay, I'm normally not. I'm normally in like boxer briefs or something like that. Right. Like I just again, I the thought of wearing clothes is so weird to me. <laughs> um, and then, so when I get home, the, the home bathroom pantsing undress thing, it's kind of like when I get home, I know I'm getting undressed anyway. <laughs> I'm much more comfortable. It's like cool. Like it's chilly. I love that. And so it's like, As home, I'm sitting here in my sweatshirt and slippers. Yeah. So Sherry's here in her sweatshirt and slippers and like and pajama, pants. And pajama pants. I'm actually wearing a t-shirt and joggers. Uh-huh. And Which is more fully clothed than you usually are. Most podcasts. Not wearing this many clothes. Right. Um, and <laughs> I feel so, like, restricted right now. 
<laughs> like, I feel crushed under the weight of the oppression of the clothed. I'm sorry, honey. It's fine, it's fine. I'm sorry. Um, Do we need to pause the podcast so you can... No, I think I'm good. Declothe. Um, and so, so the whole, like, stripping down to pee thing, I think it goes back to, like, that's the way I was potty trained. I've always done that. Um, obviously... I can pee and I do probably the majority of the time fully clothed. Like if I'm here during the day and I'm like dressed, ready to go, I'm not stripping down. I'm just peeing. I'm just <laughs> doing some poopings. Um, <laughs> but also not in public. <laughs> but no, that's what I was going to say. Like if I'm in public, can you imagine me just like in the stalls, just stall, like, just like stripping clothes off? <laughs> like it's a fitting room. It's like, it's like, sir, are you okay in there? Just, no, no, fine. Just sitting here naked. I'm good. Walmart employee. I just had to pee. It's fine. I just had to pee. <laughs> Sir, why are there socks hanging over the edge? I had to pee. What are you talking about? So, okay. There you go. There's my rebuttal. You're right. I do that. And I also admit that it's very weird. I just think that wearing clothes is weird. Well. <laughs> I'm not saying that I would live in a nudist colony. But you would. I'm also not saying that I wouldn't live in a nudist yeah. colony. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So mine goes back to sickness. And this was something that I have never seen in my whole life anybody do. <laughs> Until. Your dad. And my sister. Your sister does it too? Yep. So weird. Wait, is it your dad? Does your dad do it too? Or is it just your sister? Uh, I'm, I don't know. Okay. So when Sherry gets sick and she's using like Kleenex, by the way, we are a Puffs Plus Lotion household. Yes, we are. Very brand loyal. Anything less than that and my nose <coughs> chafes and cracks. And, and so Sherry's hurts. blowing her nose. Me, I take the Kleenex in my hand and I use it once or twice. It's destroyed because of my torque. And then I like throw it away. Mm -hmm. Sherry <laughs> takes the Kleenex, folds it flat, uh -huh. blows her nose, and then folds the top down probably an inch or two. No, I fold it. I fold the Kleenex. I open the Kleenex all the way and I fold it in half and then I fold it in half again. So I have a strip. That's right. Then you blow your nose into the strip. And then I blow my nose into the end. Yep. And then I fold that over about an inch or two. That's right. And then I'll blow my nose again and fold that over. And I can get four to six good blows. That's in, not in appropriate one. to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you guys later. We gotta go. <laughs> in, one, in one Kleenex. But then what you do. And then I roll it. Because then it's, it's a... It's a perfect square. Two inch by two inch, two and a half inch, whatever kind of rectangle. And I will roll it. And it creates this perfect little like, almost like cylinder mm -hmm. that you use to clean the inside of your nose. Yes. And you use every Kleenex the exact same way. Yes. I ball it up in my hand, fill it with snot, chunk it away. Right. Your use of Kleenex is... is precise. It's pre yes, it's precise. <laughs> <laughs> Any rebuttal. And just, you know, it's, again, it's not a pet peeve. It's a quirk. It's, it's adorable. Quirk. Watching you use a piece of Kleenex, I can't tell if you are a mastermind <laughs> or if you have lost your mind. Well, maybe both. Perhaps. Um, I, I don't... I don't have anything to say against that. That That is how I use a Kleenex. Um, yeah. I have a really hard time, for whatever reason, just like blowing my nose into a Kleenex. So weird. Um, And I, I don't know. I, I want to get the most use out of a Kleenex that I can, I guess. Okay. Um, and I think that it's more of a personality thing for me. Um, I just... <laughs> I'm all about efficiency, I guess. It's true. <laughs> like, as a, in my soul. Yeah. 
And so if I can figure out a way to use a Kleenex more efficiently, I will. Wow. And I have. I use Kleenex the least efficient way. Yes, correct. Because you'll go through an entire box in a day. Without a question. Because you use it once or twice and you throw it away. And I will I will blow my nose four to six times. Yeah, as we've how. discussed, you get four to six good blows. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the next one. Um, what is uh, what is the next one? Okay. First of all, I'm thankful that it's not naked peen. Well, we covered that. We did cover that, oh. yep. Um, <laughs> I love you. This, you is, this is pet peeve. This is a pet peeve of mine. This is not a quirk. Um, sometimes I find it funny. Most of the time I'm just like, oh my God. Yep. Um, and I will usually let my irritation be known. Yep. Um, you are physically unable to turn off a light or shut a cabinet door. Um. Cannot. I don't know if you've ever been taught how. Okay. I'll, um, I'll, I'll rebut that later. Or close a drawer. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you... The last time that you closed the cabinet doors in the bathroom. <laughs> Upstairs in our bathroom? Upstairs, which also means that you never turn off the light because when you open the cabinet door, it blocks the light switch. And I just can't even tell you how many times. Actually, the last time that I actually walked into the bathroom after you had used it and the light was off and the door was closed. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. It- Both of them. So it's a, like a top and bottom cabinet thing. And our toothbrushes are in the bottom part, mm-hmm. and I can't reach the top part, so that's where you keep, like, your shaving stuff and your deodorant mm-hmm. and whatever is all up in the top there. Um, and I, it, they're both always open. Always. Okay, so it's my inability to turn off lights and close cabinet drawers. Mm-hmm. And, and drawers in the kitchen and stuff. Okay. Is it time for a bottle? I mean, if you can. So you said I am physically... I don't think you've ever been taught how to do that. Here's the thing. That's not true Hmm. because I always close them after you've asked me two or three times. (laughs) So I do, (laughs) I do know how I just, I don't ask you. I just close them usually with a huff, with a huff. These are my favorite is like a (sighs) slam, (sighs) slam. (laughs) And you know, it's absolutely. Um, So I'm just like, why, why can you not just close this door? Now here's the thing. I don't have a good, I don't have a good (laughs) argument for this you're exactly or turn right off lights. i will come downstairs in rooms that i don't think that you've actually even been in have yeah. lights on it and i'm like why why there have been times that i've walked downstairs like you'll be upstairs i will have been downstairs and then i come back downstairs and like there's two or three cupboard doors open and the lights are on and i'm like oh thank god i'm the one who came downstairs first <laughs> and i'm like quick go close those <laughs> like i'll just like i like, go oh, adam but I'll come downstairs and like the hallway light and the bathroom light and the guest room light Missy and the studio turn. light and six Missy. kitchen lights. And I'm like, wh- why? Why is this? And then all of the yeah. doors and drawers are open. And I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't know. Here's the thing. I wish I had a good answer. <laughs> something along the lines of, well, it's efficient because we're going to get back in that drawer anyway. <laughs> it's not. It's just. Um, you just I, don't think about it. I don't think about it. It's laziness. I'm an only child. So why I do what I want. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't have a good answer. Oh my gosh. And so, uh, so there you go. <sighs> I have not, I have not, I'm sorry. And there are times that it like, it makes me laugh because I'll walk into the kitchen and like, even if you're standing still in the kitchen, there's like six cabinet doors and two drawers open and I'm like, are, why? And you'll just look around and you're like, oh no. <laughs> I instantly know. I'm like, oh no. And then at that point I just laugh. I'm like, why don't we just go ahead and close these? <laughs> you watch the light bulb go off in my head. It's like, oh no, I did it again. But often it's a <gasps> slam. 
<gasps> slam. The huff and the slam is my favorite. Like, I can be upstairs and I can hear the huff slam and I know exactly. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. I left those doors open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so the next one for you, can next I move one? on? Yeah. Is something that, to be fair, this is not something that you do often. It's something that I remember you doing just a couple times early in our relationship. <laughs> but it's something that has... You have never, ever let go. Because it was so funny. So early in our relationship, went to McDonald's to get breakfast. Because can we all agree, McDonald's breakfast is like where it's at. It's pretty um, phenomenal, but also we were poor. If you have to eat at McDonald's, breakfast is the way to go. Yeah, because you could get like the entire breakfast for like $6. Or oh, it's the best. It's ridiculous. And so, you know, the best part of McDonald's breakfast is the hash browns. We can all agree oh, with that. Absolutely. And so I brought home hash browns and... No, we were there. We were, oh, that's right. We were at the store. <laughs> Sherry, in like the fancy woman she is, Ugh. pulls out a fork and knife <clears throat> and starts cutting her plastic. hash browns. The little plastic. Like it's a filet mignon at a fancy <laughs> steakhouse. I looked at her and wondered, I wonder if this relationship should continue. <laughs> is this the kind okay, of sociopath here's... I want in my life who, it's not rebuttal time. You okay. pump the brakes. <laughs> Half brown cutter. Um, and and so now, <laughs> and so I watched her cut her hash brown with a knife and a fork, thinking, I don't know what I'm watching. And <laughs> since then, anytime we have gotten McDonald's hash browns, I've been like, oh, did you want me to get you a fork and a knife? And you just like, hate you. <laughs> again, you huff. <laughs> it's like, there's a lot of huffing that goes to go in the house. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought Missy had list. to do it. Um, so you may now give me the rebuttal on the fancy hash browns. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I I don't know. I um okay, first of all, that happened I think one time. And I was actually wondering if it was a cuz I don't think we were married. No. I feel like we were still dating. Yeah. And was it like a you were trying to be like a I think I just was trying to like not use my hands on the greasy hash browns? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't know, and uh, I don't know. I also, I am also the type of person who will use a fork and knife if possible. That's true. Um, and I don't like to cut things with my fork. I will always use a knife. Yep. That's just who I am as a person. Um, but I, I don't know. I think the, the thought in my head was trying to avoid the greasy on my fingers. Um... But I, I, I honestly think that it was one time, and I think that you ridiculed me <laughs> so bad that I've never actually done it again. I've gotten twenty years of yeah, jokes. Yeah, you have out of that. Yeah, and it makes me laugh every single time. I know, and and there's never a single time that we've had a hash brown that you haven't asked if I wanted a fork and knife. Exactly. Um, and here's the beauty of that: if we're married another sixty years, <laughs> I will never not ask you if you want a fork and knife. <laughs> Great. To cut your fancy hash browns. I can't wait. I, I agree. I know. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything to really, like, defend myself against because it did happen. Oh. But one time. Can you imagine? It's not, like, a thing that I do. And here's my thing. In my mind, here's how it happened. <laughs> Sherry pulled out a fine white tablecloth. <laughs> spread it over the table. She At was McDonald's. wearing a ball gown. Hmm. She put on her white gloves. Pulled them up to her elbows. Her, um, her butler brought her, uh, a box, opened it up, presented her with her finest fork and knife. Diamond crusted. Diamond crusted. Placed the hash brown on fine china ahead of her. Mm -hmm. And she proceeded to daintily cut her McDonald's hash brown. 
In my mind, <laughs> that's what happened. Well, you're delusional. <laughs> well, that's honestly fair. <laughs> oh man, I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. It was I. My my only defense is that I literally think it was one time, and you've just never let it go. You're welcome. So it's not like a thing. In you, my mind, you it's a have thing. made it a thing. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. That's what, uh, okay. what comedians do. All right, we're gonna <laughs> comedians. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't hear that. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, okay, so the next one is how you think you're a comedian. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> a comedian? Okay, you're so rude. You are so rude. I love you. No. Okay, the next one on the list is it kind of relates to the naked peeing. Oh, God. First of all, it's so funny to say. <laughs> In that, um, we'll call it your rapture clothes pile. Oh, yeah. Um, just for lack of a better word, I can always tell where Adam has been um, in the house uh-huh. because there's just a full pile of clothes. Socks, Socks on the bottom. Socks and pants and shirt and, like, hat. Sometimes usually. underwear. <laughs> Sometimes underwear. If I had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's it's literally, like, they're in the bathrooms, multiple. They're, it's in the living room. It's in the kitchen sometimes. It's in, uh, like, our bedroom. There's just piles of clothes full like outfits and i'm always just like oh all right well (laughs) rebuttal time Uh, okay so wherever i get undressed it looks like the rapture happened that's why i think this is the perfect description of this because (laughs) it's as if my body just disappeared out of whatever i was wearing and all of your clothes are just right and there lies the pile of clothes adam is nowhere to be seen correct um, I have no rebuttal because I do that. <laughs> I will say. I don't understand why you can't just <clears throat> do that in our bedroom. Uh-huh. Because sometimes you just need to undress in the living room. Or sometimes you're in the guest bathroom and you just, ah, I got to get my socks off. Sometimes you just got to, is this not a shared, you're looking at me like I'm crazy? Mm-hmm. No? Um, okay. Uh, There's so many times I walk downstairs into the bathroom and like all of your clothes are just in the sink. And I'm like. Yeah. Uh, all right. Because I can't leave them on the floor down here because Missy might pee on them. Yeah, that's true. And so my rapture pile happens on the countertop. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, is this not common? It's still not. I will say I've tried as I'm getting older to be much better about when my rapture clothes pile happens <laughs> to then put it in the laundry basket. Okay. And that kind of stuff. So, but no, you're exactly right. That's that's the way. It's just, and it's multiple places in the living room. It's wherever, and I just I just tend to leave them. Yeah, it's no, it's wherever. Like my, I'm not gonna clean up your your messes. It's wherever the Lord led me to unrobe. <laughs> it's, where, it's wherever the Lord led me to unrobe, Sherry. So, come on, listeners, please tell me I'm not the only one who does this. Oh gosh. I know there's others. All right, the next one for you um, <clears throat> is one that has become such a thing that there is a separate Marco Polo group. For myself, Justin Zachman, and Bryson Rains, because we have realized this quirk exists in all three of our fair ladies. Mm-hmm. That is That's why f- we're friends. What's that? Me and Crystal Lacey. Many reasons. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons is the fact that as I am physically incapable of closing a cabinet door, you and your group of running on empty misfits <laughs> apparently are incapable of filling a car with gasoline. So, I don't know. And here's the thing. I want you to know. I know this is not intentional. I know. So, that's why it's not a pet peeve. It's a quirk. Eh, Sometimes it's a pet peeve. It's a pet peeve of yours. Sometimes. Um, 
I don't think you do this intentional. I think that it really just happens. So the vast majority of the time, I use the Jeep. You use our Nissan, the car. Right. And every now and then, we will switch use of vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's to the point now that when I use your car or if you want to use the Jeep, I know in my head when I start your car, I'm going to hear two things. Number one, the engine turns over and starts. Number two, the Ding. fuel light goes off. <laughs> Because the car is on empty. <laughs> and I don't know why, but it is every time, seems like, I get in the vehicle you were driving, it is on empty. Fascinating. Let's uh, hear that rebuttal. Okay. You're not wrong, but I, <laughs> it is completely unintentional. Here's the thing. I just don't pay attention to the gas gauge at yeah. all until it dings at me mm-hmm. in whatever vehicle I happen to be driving. I just don't look at it. I pay attention to the speedometer, and I pay attention to the road and the mirrors. But I don't look at the gas thing, because my car will tell me when I need to feed it. Or you. I was just going to say that. (laughs) And so, I mean, honestly, like, it's you're not the only one who fills up my car, because if it dings when I'm driving it, I will fill it up. I feel like it just happens to, I don't, I don't know how... But, like, for whatever reason, you just, you're like, I'm going to drive your car today. And then that's when it's on empty. And I don't mean for it to be. Mm-hmm. Now, there are times that, like, it will ding on my way home from work. And I'm tired and I just want to be home. And my thought is I'll stop on my way to work to in work. the morning. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, I feel like those are the nights you're like, I'm just going to take your car and, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, and so then you get in and you're like, really again? And I'm like, well, I, w- I had planned on filling it up tomorrow. Um, and so it, it, I don't know. I, it happens and I'm really sorry, but it is funny. Like listening to the Marcos <laughs> because it is clearly, I mean, <clears throat> we are friends for a reason and it's because we have a lot in common. I feel like you and Crystal and Lacey <laughs> probably have a separate text we're like all right girls what's your gas tank out today quarter of a tank go do a bunch of driving Drive a around few more miles let's leave it on empty ask the guys to drive it tomorrow oh my gosh we do i believe that <laughs> all right we don't it just i don't know and all all three of us are like we don't mean to do it i don't know like it's not intentional and i'm sorry no it's fine and sometimes i think it does make you angry but there are times that i have gotten into the jeep and it is on empty yes, as I well, absolutely and agree. I have to fill up your That's Jeep. That's correct. And your Jeep takes a lot more time and money to fill up because it's twice point. the size of my car. That's true. I know. Okay. I love you. <laughs> In fact, this is, sorry, I thought we were done. This was such a thing that we took Sherry's car earlier tonight and got in and I drove and it was on full and I was shocked. And you're like, the, when did you fill it up? I was like, wait, when did you fill up your car? And you're like, I didn't. It's been on full. And then we realized that we let um, our friends Robin and Sandy Carter use Sherry's car this I'm weekend. I'm guessing they filled it up. So thank you. They filled it up. Yeah. Did you leave your car on empty for them? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Because I, I don't pay attention to the gas gauge until it yells at me. So I should I don't text know. them and be like, did you guys fill it up? <laughs> was it, it on empty? empty? I'm really sorry. <laughs> Robin and Sandy will Venmo you guys money for gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So the next two are similar, but I'm just going to do one. Okay. So that we have like our equal amounts here. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a quirk of yours that makes me laugh. 
80% of the time. Oh. The other 20%, I... It's usually I just want to smother you, but oh, yep, mm-hmm. great, yeah, excited for this. I know. So when you sleep, yeah, you snore. Okay. Uh, which you know, this yeah. is not a not a, 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 a Wait, new. What you just threw a pen? What <laughs> you do? You snore. Yep. Um. Also with torque. <laughs> I do. You don't do a lot Especially of. Especially if I've been drinking. Oh yeah. There's not a lot that you do the quiet actually. I am as a, a naturally loud person. <laughs> yes. And I just want to say you're welcome. <clears throat> well, all right. Um, so you snore. And usually, for the most part, you snore when you're laying on your back. And so if, if I can get you to lay on your side, or weirdly, for whatever reason, if you can put your head at the foot of the bed. It's so odd. I don't understand that. But, like, almost always, that cures your snores. Mm-hmm. Um but usually just turning over onto your side will make you stop snoring. So when you're snoring, I'm also the lightest sleeper on the planet. Correct. And so I cannot sleep if you're snoring. And so I will pat you usually and just say, honey, you're snoring. Can you roll over? Uh-huh. And I respond <clears throat> and say, oh, my gosh, Sherry, I am so sorry. I apologize. And I instantly turn over and I don't snore the whole rest of the night. Incorrect. Okay. So here's what happens. Oh, boy. Almost always, <laughs> at least the first time that I ask you to roll over, yep. you <laughs> get belligerent. You're like, and I'm like, honey, you're snoring. And you'll say, you're snoring. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not. And like, like I very said, accusatory? very accusatory. And so, and usually I'm just like, I, it makes me laugh because I'm like, well, nope, I'm not like, nope, I just need to, honey, can you roll over? Um, there are times that, especially if this is like the third or fourth attempt to get you to roll over, I'm like, hey, you're snoring, you and you respond with that, I'm just like, I'm going to just smother you. Instant death. Mm-hmm. Correct. So there are times that I'm just like, I wish you would fall off the bed. But I... <laughs> keep rolling. Keep going. You're almost there. <laughs> now, oh I will say that... This is two-sided. So, first of all, you have no idea that you're saying this. I don't. Like, you're still completely asleep. Yeah. And to the point that, honestly, we've had, like, full conversations back and forth. Not necessarily about snoring, but, like, about actual things that you have absolutely zero recollection of in the morning. Because you were fully asleep. Here's the thing. When When I get into a good sleep... Like, I have, like, sleptwalked. I'll wake up in different parts of the house. Yes. I wake up flipped all over. Like, I don't know any, <laughs> like, I it, 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 I don't know what happens. He'll end up in the guest bedroom and then come upstairs and be like, when did I go downstairs? I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. you got up and I thought that you were just using the bathroom and you never came back to bed. I don't know how. But, I like, he there. has, he just, he just doesn't know. He just ah. sleeps. Um, But, so, so there's that. Like, you, I don't believe that you're actually being rude or belligerent. I feel like it, you're just asleep. Sure. Um, in your your natural state is just snarky. <laughs> Probably that's what it is. Um, but also, once I do actually wake you up enough to be like, no, but for real, like, please roll over so that I can get some semblance of sleep as well. You're usually like, I'm so sorry, and you're like, you'll roll over or you do whatever you need to I do. I genuinely feel bad. You genuinely feel bad. Um, that you were keeping me awake. So, um, and 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 that's why, like, I'm rarely actually mad at you for snoring like you're not intending to snore you're not intending to keep me awake and you're also not intending to just be a jerk but like (laughs) 
My favorite is the like, honey, you're snoring. No, you're snoring. <laughs> like dead sleep. My instant response is like, is like getting so defensive. I know. <laughs> it just makes me laugh most of the time. Um, Rebut. Zero sir. rebuttal. <laughs> zero rebuttal. Um, when I sleep, I have very, very vivid dreams. I have very, very like deep, deep. I feel like my sleep goes in one of two ways. Like the other couple nights ago, um, I got like three hours of sleep. And I feel like that's common for me where I don't sleep at all. Just really terrible sleep. But then when I do sleep, it's as if I died. Right. Like you sleep for like 10 hours and you're like, oh, what year is mm-hmm. it? Like you wake up and you're like, I don't know what happened. That's right. Right. Um, and so... I just don't have, I don't have a rebuttal because I have no doubt that I'm doing this. You've told me I do this basically our whole marriage. <laughs> uh, so I, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's me. I know. You're snoring. You're snoring. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> or I'll be like, can you roll over? You should roll over. Yeah. All right. Well, so it's not really just snoring. It's kind of whatever you tell whatever me It's whatever I say sleep. you repeat in a, in a snarky attitude if you were like if you were like i love you would i be like you love you i love you (laughs) all right i love you it's like okay jerk um (laughs) okay the next last one for you uh uh, is something that i discovered i almost (laughs) fell off my chair you guys i was trying to scoot over and i legit almost fell off of my chair oh that was now you're making me cough sorry that was great So this is one I discovered. This is where it'd be funny to like actually record the video, <laughs> but then we'd have to like not look like we do. I was gonna say but... I'd have to go. I'd have to wear clothes. You'd have to wear clothes. Going back to earlier. <laughs> yeah, that's why the Lug Life podcast won't ever have a video element. Correct. Um, we like to record in lack of clothes, no bras, no makeup, just absolute comfs. <laughs> comfs. Um, so. <laughs> the next one for you is one I discovered <laughs> trying to be sweet. So I used to, more than I do now, leave you little things around the house. Little mm-hmm. notes, little like gifts, little just like sweet things yeah. for you to discover throughout your day. And I yeah. did this like early, early through our marriage. Yeah. And I was going to leave you something <laughs> one day. I think you were at work and I was going to leave you something under your pillow. Mm-hmm. And so I lifted up your pillow on the bed. Because my thought was, oh, she'll be in bed and she'll find this. I don't remember what it was, like a little chocolate or something. And she'll find it and she'll be like, oh, that's sweet. My, you know, Adam loves me. <laughs> you love you. Um, <laughs> and, and I was like, what is under her pillow? And I lifted up her pillow and there, under her pillow, the most perfectly folded pajama <laughs> shirt and pajama pants. Yes, correct. And I was like, why are these here? Well, I don't want to just throw them in a pile on the floor. Okay. Like, maybe <laughs> you should wrap your pile. It's much easier. And so I... I and I, I wear asked, my pajamas, like, multiple nights. You do. You wear your pajamas a couple nights in a row. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this, that when you take them off in the morning, you don't just, like, set them somewhere, leave them on the floor somewhere. You fold them perfectly and put them under your pillow. Yeah, because I make the bed. I know. It's... In my opinion, weird. It's a quirk, not like a pet peeve, because there's nothing to be upset about. But you still do this. Yeah. And it's... So I'll, like, walk into the bedroom, and you're, like, getting ready for the morning. And I see you, like, putting your pajamas under the pillow, and I just die laughing. I think it's the funniest thing. And I do it in hotels, too. Yes. 
there's like these little stashes of treasures under your pillow. And Airbnbs. And like wherever we are, like, because I wear my pajamas multiple nights. And so. That's where you put them. I fold them and I put them under my pillow. I had never in my life, still to this day, have never heard of another person doing that. I think that's how I was raised and I don't. I don't know. Like It sounds just... like military camps. <laughs> I, I mean, I fold my pajamas and then I make the bed. Okay, military. Um, <laughs> I, do you have any rebuttal to this? No. I mean, I'm not military. I was raised in cornfields of Indiana, but I don't know. That's just how I think I was raised. I think we were just... I don't... I don't know. I just remember like... Okay, any other Hoosiers out there? Is that like an Indiana thing or is it like a Midwest thing or is it just a me thing? An Amstutz family thing. Because I feel like that's how I was raised. Like, we were raised to fold our pajamas and put them under our pillow. I just remember I was going to be so sweet. I was going to put a chocolate <laughs> under there. And I'm like, what treasures have I discovered under my wife's pillow? Why to, are there pants? To the point that there was a birthday that you did, like, a scavenger hunt from, like, my gifts around the house. <laughs> that's right. And, and one of the clues was something about, like, under my pillow, like, something. And you had hidden part of my presence, like. So, under... like, where you keep your pajamas or something right. like that. yeah. And, like, the, the next clue was un, under your pillow. Yeah. Because, naturally, that's where you keep your pajamas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not, well. All right, Sherry, the last one for me. Okay, so this one has to do with the snoring accusations. Okay. Well, it has to do with accusations. <laughs> Great. <laughs> You're very accusatory. Um. <laughs> naked. Naked and accusatory. Naked. Hey, tell me about Adam. Uh, naked and accusatory. Naked and accusatory. <laughs> Okay, so there are times, you talked about how you dream very vividly and very deep. And often you will remember these dreams. Now, sometimes they're funny dreams or they're interesting dreams or whatever. And like, often you will tell me about your dreams. Sometimes they're horribly inappropriate dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, don't die. I said that as you were like coughing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes, sometimes they're they're inappropriate and we we... talk about that in the morning as well but um there are times that you will wake up and it you're just mad at me sure like you just have an attitude like you're just (coughs) for whatever reason you're pissy and i'm like what is happening like i literally have been awake for two minutes like i haven't given you any fodder to like be mad at me for yep um and it's because you dreamed something i said something or i did something in a dream and you're mad at me about it. Yeah, well, maybe if you don't want me to be mad at you in the mornings, you don't spend the night making out with Taylor Lautner in Paris. Well, I Sherry. mean, well, in Paris. I don't know. I just <laughs> like, what dream would I probably have? Uh. <laughs> so I, part of it is like the vividness of it. Right, like it just feels very real it to feels, you. Yes. So then you wake up and you're like, this is what you did. Legit and I'm like, that's not, like, I didn't do that. I'm like, oh, really? Because I just spent seven hours. Or because I said something or like, or whatever. And it, it I mean, so, you know, sometimes I will leave you yep. in Mexico. With Desi. <laughs> with Desi. Desi I was and I so are mad with fine. about you and Desi. I legit called Desi that you morning. You called Desi in the morning. You were like, you, this is what you did. And she was like, I'm sorry, I did what? I was like, you and, and Sherry like, you left and me Sherry in Mexico. abandoned me in Mexico. And Desi was like, Sherry, your husband has lost his mind. Why is he not? Absolutely he has. But you're like legit mad at And so like you're... Your you two dream... left me in Mexico. Okay, well, your dream accusations take you a little bit far. And like, so then there's that... So then it's like, again, we don't... We have a good marriage, but we don't have a perfect marriage. And yeah. there are times that we have like legit 
arguments because you're mad at me for whatever I did. I would say it's... In your dream, which I had no control over, and I have to, like, legit apologize. I'd say that I wake up in a pissy mood, <laughs> and it's just like, you know how you wake up in, like, just a pissy mood, and so it's like, great, this day is going to be screwed up. Like, that's what it's like waking up like that. But you just, like, let it, and you're like, oh. it d- like you can't separate dream from reality, no. and so, like, that was the reality, that's what actually happened, That's as I was that's... making out with Taylor Lautner in Paris, and yeah. I mean... I mean, to be fair, good on you. Right. I mean, I, I'm not going to apologize for that. Like... <laughs> Especially right now. He's very current, very in with the whole Taylor Swift era. Sure, thing. he's still very pretty. He's very pretty. He doesn't look like he's aged a day. Nope. I don't understand how. I don't know. Some um, people just have good genes. But, I mean, if if he was like, hey, I want to take you to Paris and then make out with you, I'm, I am I don't know that I would say no. Yeah, fair. Right. I would be jealous. I would be not jealous. Jealous. <laughs> I was going to say, I would be mad and jealous as well. He's a pretty guy. Um, <laughs> although, here's the thing. His wife is also named Taylor, so who knows what we're talking about. Mm, that's true. Right? Which Taylor Lautner? Which Taylor? Boy Taylor, girl Tay. She's very pretty. She's very pretty. Um, and so... Take your pick. But I, I don't know. <coughs> I, it's just, it's so funny that it's just like you're, you, you get so mad. And like, Let me give you an example of how... And so there's times that I'm just like, well, then you can just be pissy. And I just, I'm like, just... Oh, totally. I'm done. And that's the correct response because it's absurd that I would be pissy about a dream. Here's how vivid my dreams are, you guys. I woke up one morning. I'm curious to know if you remember this. I woke up out of a dead sleep and I was talking. Like I was in my sleep. I woke up and my mouth was moving and I was speaking and I was praying. Do you remember this? For Fred Carl in Chicago. Do you remember? I woke up and I actually had to call him. Because out of my dead sleep, I woke up praying for him. And I still to this day remember the thing that like I was praying for in my sleep. And I don't know if it was a dream. I feel like I vaguely remember that. Or a spiritual thing. But like that is the the reality of how I dream. Mm-hmm. Is that especially the first several minutes, first little while after I wake up. I would swear that whatever happened in my dream. Was true was absolutely true and absolutely real right it's the craziest thing and that's why it's so weird when people are like i don't really remember in my dreams it is rare for me to only remember one dream a night i would say most mornings when i wake up i'm remembering fully every detail two three dreams from that night wow like like i feel like i have pretty vivid dreams and i'm on a medication that gives me even more vivid dreams oh that's right um and that was one of the side effects that my doctor warned me about. She's like, this could give you very vivid dreams. And I was like, oh, great, because I already do. Yeah. Um, and it does. And like, it's 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 very vivid. But I also don't tend to remember them. You have them, but you don't withhold the information. No. But I'm also, like, we're kind of getting off topic here a little bit. But I'm also the kind of person that, like, if I'm dreaming when my alarm goes off, I will snooze my alarm it wakes me up. I'll snooze it, and I will go back right into my dream. Oh, that is not me at all. Continue nope. the same dream to the point that I will snooze <laughs> four or five times because I want to finish the dream. Like I want to like yeah wrap it up. Hmm. It's probably like, Taylor, probably Taylor Lautner in Paris dream. Well, wouldn't you want to finish that? <laughs> That's fair. All right. So the last one. This is our last pet peeve or quirk, um, <clears throat> and it is one that I have about you. And this is a this is a pet peeve. This is a pet peeve. Um, it is. Your, you and I are very different when it comes to punctuality. Yes, correct. If <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong, <laughs> you're just like straight up yes. Um, 
if something starts at seven o'clock, uh-huh. I want to be there no later than six forty-five. Uh, if it is six forty-six, we are late, in my opinion. Like, and you're I, like bouncing. You're like, can oh, we go, can I, we go, can I go, feel can the go. anxiety. Even talking about this topic, <laughs> I feel the anxiety. If it starts at seven, I want to be there at like six fifty-eight. Uh. 702. Well, I want to be there. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. You want to be, that's right. I have full intention of being there by 7. You would like to walk, if something starts at 7, you would like to walk to the door at 7. I also don't like to people, and so if I can avoid peopling, I will be there at 7 when it starts. So I am, <clears throat> if we have tickets to a show, starts at 7, I'm assuming we will leave our house, and it's downtown, like the Art Center. I'm assuming we will leave our house probably... 6.20. We'll get downtown by about 6.30. It'll take a little bit to find a parking spot. We'll park by about 6.35-ish, pay for parking. Walk over to the center about 6.45. You want to be in the building, in our seats at 6.45. That's where I want to be. I want to be having scanned our tickets up the stairs to our seats, but sitting down. But then it's 15 down. minutes of peopling. It's 15 minutes to sit there, look to the program, look around to see who's there that night. Just like take a breath before the show starts. That's exactly right. And so, <laughs> and so for me, um, early, if you're not early enough, you're late. <laughs> and you are. If you're early at all, it's ridiculous and you're. You want to be right on time. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that for you. If I'm there before 7.15, I'm still early. If work for you, <laughs> yes, yes. Look at me being early. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. If you're more than 15 minutes late, you're early. Yeah. And so the difference is like, if if we're going somewhere, and like church on a Sunday morning is a great example. <laughs> if church starts at 1030 and we are about to be there at 1030, Sherry's like, we have plenty of time to stop for coffee. <laughs> and so it's like, walk in 15 minutes late with a coffee that took us 15 minutes to get. 100% acceptable. <laughs> and I am breaking out in hives. Like, I'm itching. I'm scratching. Like, absolute hives. Which is funny because everything else in my life is so structured and so, like, methodical. That's what's so crazy like about this. everything. When it comes to time, you would assume we are the exact opposite. I-, I would agree with that. And for whatever reason, I don't know. Like, I try really hard. And I always, I have it in my head that I need to leave home at 830 to get to work and get my computer set up and get like settled so that I can start working at nine. Almost consistently, I'm moseying out the door at 845 and I still have to stop for coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I, I don't know. Like I'm try, I do try. And when that clock gets past nine o'clock, I'm always just like, Ugh. but I, I don't, I, it's not enough to make me change my habits. <laughs> no. And I, it is one of the, th- it's one of the things that I think is so interesting about us because <laughs> It would, every area of our life, except for punctuality, we switch. Like, I'm just, I'm so OCD about everything else in my life. Not this. But except for punctuality. And I don't know, I don't know why. Was that your rebuttal? That was my rebuttal. I don't, I don't have, you're absolutely right. Like, I don't know. That's just who I am as a person. I can't, I can't be early. Well. <laughs> and if I'm early, then I'm just like, ugh. Oh, God, I love being, I love being somewhere early and having that 10 or 15 minutes just to sit there and be like, oh, I got here early. 
Now, there are times that we do get somewhere early and I'm just like, ooh, I have 10 minutes to read. And so I just like get out yes. my phone and I, whatever book I'm reading on my Kindle or my Nook, I can open up in my app on my phone and I can read. Um, but that almost nice. never happens. Well, <laughs> it's, well, it's not for lack of trying. So. To the point yes. that you have learned that so and i have oh i lie to you about what time we need to leave well and i and i have learned to say what time do we need to leave the Mm -hmm. house like what time do i need to be ready to leave the house not time do we like not what time do you want to be there yes what time do we need to leave the house (coughs) and i will be ready by that time but i'll also tell you earlier yes it's like if we really need to leave at 6 30 i'm telling you 6 20 right absolutely or 6 15 yes Yes. So that we can leave at 6.30. Yes. That's right. <laughs> I, I try really hard. I know. But here's the thing. You're also really cute. <laughs> and so I, have, I, have, I just can't stay mad, so I just forgive you so quickly. Well, thank you. And stop for your coffee. Well. So that's all of our list. Yeah. Here's what I want to say before we end this. <laughs> I, and there are, you guys, there's another hundred oh, for each Oh, I'm us. sure that if we really sat down. This, again, this was like a five or ten minute discussion upstairs before, like, in a, in and we were just like, oh, let's just take notes and see if we can come up with some. And it was literally like five minutes. And so if we actually took the time to figure out yeah. a whole list, this could be a very long podcast. And I think that that's one of the things that I have appreciated about us over the last almost 20 years now that we've mm-hmm. been together um, is that, yes, we have a list of things that we love about each other, that we appreciate about each other, that we think are great about each other. Mm-hmm. Um but learning to not just like deal with, but learning to be able to laugh at and learning mm-hmm. to be able to appreciate and learning to know like these things about each other yeah. is so freaking important. And here's the thing, like the doors and the lights is something that irritates me, but I know that you don't do it on purpose. I know that you just legitimately don't think about closing a closet drawer, a door. Yeah. Like it just doesn't occur to you. Yeah. And... Um, now we have like curtains over our closet and you still never close those. Nope. And so like every, and I'm the kind of person I want that closed before I go to bed. And uh-huh. I don't know why I just, I want the closet doors closed or the curtains closed um, before I go to bed. And so I will close them. And it's just, it's the kind of thing that you just don't think about it. You're not malicious. You're not like doing something to like irritate me un- intentionally. And so it's just, it's not something that I really let like destroy our relationship yeah i could oh sure because it's constant it's 20 years of this yeah i'm like oh my god close the damn door but it's also like again like i I know you're not malicious about it and so like i can choose to let this fester and be something that like breaks us or i can just be like well he's not malicious so it's just a thing about him that i will just accept well at the end of the day here's the reality like knowing that every place every single night of our life i'm going to be folding back a blanket Knowing that every time <laughs> Sherry is, like, sick, I'm going to be going to pick up Chinese food. <laughs> Knowing that, like, I, every time we have hash browns, I'm going to make a joke. Oh. <laughs> Knowing that I'm going to fill up her car. I thought, you say, I thought you were going to say, every time we have hash browns, you have to get me a fork and knife. A fork and knife. Um, <laughs> knowing that every time, like, over, I'm going to fill up her car a hundred times. <laughs> knowing that I'm always going to laugh when she folds her pajamas. Knowing that we're always going to be late. Like, and the list goes on. But here's the thing. Right. Dealing with all of those things... What I get is you. Right. That is so much better. It's so much better. And that's why, and that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, you don't, it's not malicious intent. It's not anything that's like, 
worth destroying our relationship over because in the end, in in spite of all of these things, we have each other. Now, and there is also the personal growth aspect where it's like, even looking at this list, it's like, you know what? I can be better about trying to not leave piles of clothes, right? And trying I can to actually try doors. to pay attention to my gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, and those are like things We're that it's like, to be on time once I want to be better about those things yeah. because they are at times like bothersome to you. Um, but none of these are things that I would let be a deal breaker or that you would let be a deal breaker. Right. So here's what I want to know. First of all, very long podcast. <laughs> and I have freaking missed doing this so much. I have too. This has been so fun. <laughs> Even though we're both coughing and <clears throat> hoarse. <clears throat> it's fine. <laughs> That's my horse of, impression. Kind of horse. Was it good? Well. Okay. Um, so here's what I want to know from you guys. Um, what are some of your pet peeves or quirks from maybe it's a significant other. Maybe it's like a sibling. Maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's a co-worker. <clears throat> what are your own quirks? Oh. Because here's the thing. Quirks and pet peeves. I have I have quirks about myself. I have pet peeves about you. You know what one of my pet peeves is about myself? Uh-oh. It's that. And this goes back to my sniffing of the nose. Sometimes I just do it subconsciously and I don't even know I'm doing it. There's another thing that I do. Um, so my mouth gets really, really dry. And so I drink like you guys. I bet I drink a gallon plus of water a day. You filled that up and it does like a half gallon. And then you drink the whole thing. Like in this in, podcast. In our podcast, yeah. So I have, my mouth gets super dry. And so one of the things that I do is when my mouth fills up with saliva, I like, I don't know how to describe it. Like I kind of make this sucking sound. You suck your teeth. I suck my teeth because it's like <laughs> moving saliva around. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. I know. And here's the thing. I know that I do that. I just genuinely don't know how to stop. And so like that to me, that is a pet peeve about myself. <laughs> and so I think that, yeah, like what is a pet peeve about yourself? So go over to YouTube, search Leg Life Podcast, uh, hit that subscribe button if you haven't. Yeah. I know it's been a while since we've posted, but we're going to try to be better about this. Yeah. Um, and in the comments on this video, let us know. <laughs> uh, per peeps. I said perps. Perps. So, <laughs> peeps. <laughs> No, not peeps. What's the words? Peeps. Pet peeps and quirks. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love you. That's probably where we should end the podcast. Well, sure. You guys, this was so much fun. Thanks for listening. I know it was a long one. We hope you enjoyed this. Yeah. Um, we love you so much, and we'll see you on the next Lug Life podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs>